It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. We're on the road for the first time this season. San Jose Sharks are in Music City, starting a five-game road trip taking on the Nashville Predators. We are at Bridgestone Arena. This is a very festive place. And Drew Ramenda, I cannot believe that this is the 25th anniversary of the Nashville Predators franchise. Can you? No, not at all. It seems like just a few years ago we were coming here for the first time in a brand new area and a brand new team and now 25 years their first head coach is now the general manager and it's uh, it's a great place to come I mean Music City's really changed as far as the population growth and explosion um, it's still one of the crown jewels of the NHL you want to come on a road trip come to Nashville come to Music City there's so much to do it's a buzzing it's a buzzing joint the crowd's great but uh, they are they are like the San Jose Sharks as far as all those playoffs rivalries we had with those teams um, they're not like the, like the San Jose Sharks they're trying to rebuild their way and try to find their way back to one of the contending teams in the NHL well they didn't make the playoffs last year but they were awfully close yeah. and this is a hockey team that made a big move at the end of last season trading, Mat trading Matthias Ekholm to the Edmonton Oilers he was kind of a stalwart on their defense but if you look at their team they really haven't missed too much from him leaving. In fact, you know, you got Roman Yossi, the captain of the team, and Ryan McDonough as the two real anchors in that top four. But Tyson Berry here coming in, um, I think, might have a, a rejuvenation of his career. Well, I think he will because this is a team that needs um, to find some offense, like needs some skill guys. The one thing that we've always known about the Nashville Predators ever since day one is they've always had good goaltending, they've always had good defense. And they've always had a defense that gets involved in the play and offensively that is and um, what the Nashville Predators are looking for is some skill to put the puck in the net like the Sharks and Tyson Berry can help that. Um, Andrew Burnett the head coach talked to us this morning and, and talked about the fact that he wants his power play to start getting more in sync and certainly Tyson Berry will help that. He's a guy who moves all over the ice very good at getting up on the plate. Good shot moves laterally on the board on the, on the blue line he, he's dangerous when he's out there offensively. Might another underrated acquisition uh, uh, be in the presence of Ryan O'Reilly because of the leadership that he has, the experience that he has. He's a Stanley Cup champion, and he's a guy that seems to be at his best when games really matter. Face-off guy, man. I mean, he's one of the best face-off guys in the National Hockey League and has been in his entire career. So when the game's on the line, as you said, if it's close one way or the other, out comes Ryan O'Reilly, no matter where the faceoff is and in, in the opposition zone or his zone, he's the guy that they depend on to win the draw. Very smart player, and you're right. You cannot understate or overstate, I should say, his importance with this team when it comes to leadership. He is one of the wonderful leaders in the game. So I think it's a veteran move, obviously. If, if you're a, a coach, a new coach from the team like Andrew Burnett, Andrew's going to need some help. Right? You need those guys who are going to 
help mold the identity of your team and try to point the younger guys in the right direction. Brian and is a perfect candidate for that. How about Andrew Brunette? Started, you know, with when Nashville started, was a big part of the early years of this team. Uh, took over in Florida with the tough situation there. Took them, you know, really, really far in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And then, uh, even though they went to Paul Maurice last year and, and took another step forward going to the final, he ended up going uh, to the New Jersey Devils, becoming part of that team's renaissance. And in a sense, that experience, as much as anything, has prepared him for this. There's not one coach I've talked to or one person I've talked to in the National Hockey League when you talk about Andrew Burnett who doesn't have rave reviews about the man and about the coach. Just like David Quinn. Just like David Quinn. It's, you know, different paths to the NHL, but really smart. Again, we talked to him this morning and talked about the differences of when he played, how his coaching changed from when he played to when he first started coaching to where he is now. And, you know, he was, he gave us a very, very articulate, intelligent, deep answer on that. And it's, it's uh, something that he has read a lot on and how to change being an older person, and not, not, not my, our age older, but older person trying to deal with the younger guys. And the players now are different. Andrew is a guy that's uh, a great choice by Barry Trotz and the new general manager. Um, I think when you're looking for, if you look at the Shark situation and the, and the Nashville situation, they're similar. I think Nashville's a little bit ahead, but as far as the coaching staff goes, um, I, I think that both organizations have got outstanding coaching staffs to help lead them to where, the, where they want to go in that next step. We haven't been here for a couple of years because the last time we were here was before the team went to Prague. The road game against the Predators last year was uh, slated for Prague, so we never came to Nashville as a city. But uh, here we are in, in the bustling metropolis now that is Nashville, and we've got uh, an interesting game tonight. The San Jose Sharks are the only team left in the NHL that has not gotten a win yet, and they should have at least one. I'm thinking that Colorado game should have been an upset victory. However, um, unfortunately, they were unable to do that. They only had to settle for one point. But uh, did they get any closer in the Boston game, or is there still a long way to go? Well, David Quinn said after the game they took steps. And um, Danny, the big thing is, like, let's, let's face it, it's, it's how they've got to find some offense. And you, you can't just have Philip Sedina and Eklund and Bordelow getting your offense. You can't just have that one goal a game. You're not going to win. You need three. Right, that's you might need four. Might need four, right? So anyway, three to four because the, the league is starting to score more. You got to find a way to get some offense. The way to get some offense is number one, which they did against Boston. Spend more time in the offensive zone. I thought they did a better job as that as this as the the game progressed. But number two, that power play is going to start kicking into gear. But you also have to generate penalty penalties. You know, power. You do that by moving your feet. Exactly right. So a lot goes into that. But offensive zone time. Getting a little dirty in front of the net. I, I really liked uh, uh, Zetterland and Sturm and Smith. I thought they had the right idea of how they get in the offensive zone and stay there and grind it out. But they need more offensive zone time. And they need more on their power play. They got to find some of like uh, Barabanov, um, Duclair, Hoffman, Hurdle. They got to start putting the puck in the net. I, that's 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 why they're here. One thing that I noticed is that they work so darn hard to get the puck out of the zone, yeah. and then they're so gassed yeah. that they have to dump it in at center ice and get off for a change, and right. effectively they lose possession. Um, in the breakout, where can they be better? 
Well, it's tough because you know I, I I look at the way that the the opposition has played against them and the opposition if you, if and you've noticed it as well where their D are really involved, the opposition D are really involved. So if you don't get back to the pucks quick and you don't get that support back quick, when we talk about pace, 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 that's pace off the puck as well. There's the the one example of beautiful pace was the goal that they scored against Boston. As soon as Boston entered the zone, boom, Burroughs was on his man. Great second support by Hurdle. Three and four guys, they take off. Bear Bonoff and Duclair, they're, they're getting out of the zone, and boom, they're there. But you've got to have a quick close to the man with a puck, and you have to get back to pucks quick. Your second quick back in the zone has to be there like that, and then move that puck quick. But pace, pace, pace. That's going to be tough today because Nashville, from what I've seen, is playing with a higher pace than they did last year. And then when you get into the zone, they've got Yusuf Saros, who's an outstanding goaltender. And that brings up another interesting point. He's only, only I say, 5'11". Back in the day, they used to be a decent-sized goaltender. Now everybody seems to be 6'4", 6'5". You know, the, the shorter goaltender, in quotes, is sort of becoming a dinosaur in the NHL. But what is it about Yusuf Saros that makes him still effective in today's game? His athleticism. I've always thought when you watch UC Soros, you know, again, that goes back to looking at this team and being a team that always had good goaltending. His athleticism is great. He goes side to side better than, than most goaltenders, even though he does. He has to travel a little bit farther, if you know what I mean. He is uh, he's a guy who he's really worked at perfecting his craft, but his athleticism to me is what marks him as different. Um, I'm not saying the big guys aren't as athletic. I'm saying his athleticism is something to watch, though. Final thought, how would you do the goaltending on this trip? That's a great question. Um, I'd probably come back with McKenzie tonight, and then I would just, you know me, I'm a big earn your starts guy. If, if McKenzie comes back and plays great, then he's earned this, his next start. Well, that's how it's probably going to be, because Drew Romanda can read the minds of every head coach in the NHL. And that's one of the real benefits of listening to the morning skate. We're on the air today at 4.30 Pacific time with all the action. Game one on the road, the Sharks and the Predators. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.